you know, taking care of your mental health, taking care of your health, health over everything Mm -hmm. that you cannot work if you are not healthy, whether it's mentally or physically. So health over everything and success comes from finding other people's success. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Kenneth Wong of Alex Cade. Kenneth, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Gresh. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Kenneth so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. Kate is a musical artist, entrepreneur, electronic music producer, session drummer, and educator, and is one half of the rising Asian-Canadian EDM duo, Alex Cade. To describe Alex Cade in a nutshell, they're two Asians making you rave, and you can still enjoy their EDM show, even if you forget to bring your drugs. And since debuting this project in July of 2020, Cade has been rapidly building a name for himself and Alex Cade during the COVID pandemic with a quickly growing list of artists he's worked with, including Emily Vu, Trey Little, Kaylee Spivey, and Double Aaron. Kenneth, great to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? Dude, that was such a nice intro. Yes, I am so, so, so ready. Yes, absolutely. Well, let's do it then. You're doing phenomenal things. So what I wanted to do is just rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your quote-unquote CEO story. Man, so I, I, I have, I, my parents are from Hong Kong. They immigrated here in 1991. I was born in 96. So being raised, I was always kind of in that stereotypical Asian parent kind of environment where it's like, do well in school, uh, do well in university, become a doctor or a lawyer, or you're a failure. <laughs> that, that, that's what I kind of grew up with, except, you know, I, I never really did that. Um, I was always just kind of doing my own thing. I liked music way more than most people. Uh, I was forced into piano lessons as a kid. But then when I think that when the video game Rock Band came out and I started playing drums on that video game, that's when I'm like, oh, music's fun to play, just nice. not piano. And then when I turned 18, I finally learned how to like, you know, enjoy piano. But in high school, I had two really, really great music teachers who really, really pushed uh, us as students to like become the best musicians possible. And one of them was a touring musician before he became a teacher. So like just seeing that, be, like having that person as a mentor, um, showed me that I could make this a career. And then when I when I turned 17, I, I got drafted into this Chinese pop band. It was really, really weird, but we were just playing music for old people, uh, old Asian people, because nowhere else in Toronto or Canada, I think, has like a band of just like 20-somethings playing this old 60s, 70s <laughs> Hong Kong music for Hong Kong people. So that's why we were able to make some money. And then when my parents saw this, they're like, what, you can, you can make money through music? And I was like, yo, yes, we can. So I just kept, I kept pushing it. Um, I ended up getting a scholarship to York University in Toronto. And then I, I switched over to another university called Humber College. Um, and then I actually dropped out because I just felt, you know, uh, schooling just wasn't, it, it, I just didn't really need it to, to keep on pursuing what I wanted to do. They were training us to be like musicians to go find jobs. Right, like a drummer to be hired by artists or or commercials or whatever. But for me, I always, I, I was I was playing drums for a lot of people, and then 
after a while, I just wanted to stop being in the background and I wanted to, you know, be the owner of my own business. I want to be an artist. I want to be my own CEO. Right. And so that's kind of how Alex Cade and all this, like my, my producing, my education and all that stuff. That's how it kind of started. Yeah, well, I appreciate you sharing that. It's so funny you telling the story about your parents, like um, making sure you're take, being good at school. I feel like my parents are part Asian as well, because <laughs> that's what they were always telling me to do as well. You know, take care of your schools. But I love kind of like the evolutionary process, you know, of everything that you've been able to kind of come to and how I feel like so many times and, and you probably can speak to this more than anybody, like in so many different industries and in the world as a whole, there's so many opportunities that sometimes we don't necessarily see until we kind of lean into the passions, the things that we're interested in. And then sometimes entirely new trails like open up from there. With the internet, like nothing's been easier to be to, to, to learn. Nothing's been easier to learn. All, all these skills, sales, music production, all that stuff. You, you don't really need to like go to school or like formal schooling for all this stuff. If you want to become a, do- a doctor or a lawyer, then yes, like you don't, you, you can't. But if you want to kind of, you know, be an entrepreneur, everything is just free on Google for you to learn. Yeah. And, and that's the, the the kind of the crazy time, as you said so well, of this time, you know, in history, I guess, that you get the opportunity to kind of have something you're interested in, go to YouTube, go to Google University or YouTube uh, college and get to like see and read and view how to do it and continue to kind of work on your craft without needing to necessarily go through, you know, a course or a class in the, I guess, old school, traditional way, maybe. Yeah. I actually, I did end up taking a one course. So this is after I dropped out of school. Like, I think like two years after I dropped out of school, mm-hmm. I took one course at a university where it was actually like an entrepreneur, a guy who started his own business. And oh, it was cool. just five weeks of him teaching us how he did it, how we should do it, how, how to fail fast, how to fail forward. So it was just like, it's, there's very, very few courses like that. A lot of the, the schooling out there right now is still kind of that old traditional way of, you know, go get a job, uh, play it safe. But this guy was just all about, you know, if you're going to fail, fail fast, learn from it and just like keep on failing until you, you, you find something that works. Um, I know we touched on a little bit on how, you know, you're working with your clients and how that project goes. Um, could you take us through a little bit more on that and what you're doing, how you've been able to build all the awesome things you're doing? So all my production work really, really started coming about just last year in, in 2020 when the pandemic hit. So or Alex Cade, our plan was to, you know, do some touring, do some live shows, that kind of traditional artist route. Mm-hmm. But then with the pandemic, everything got closed down. So yeah. I had to take my energy that like all this energy, all this time I had to, to pursue shows. I took that time and energy and put it into our online presence. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I went on TikTok which was like, which is the best thing that a musician can do right now. If you're an independent artist is getting on TikTok, but just going on TikTok, um, surrounding myself in such a fast growing music environment. And the great thing about TikTok is it's super, super easy to reach out to all these big artists, not like super, super big. You can't reach out to like Dua Lipa or something, or you could, you just have to be really lucky. But for the artists that I worked with, Emily Vu, Trey Little, they both have a million plus followers, but they responded to my comments um, when I made a video of them to, to kind of get that production job, uh, they responded to my DMs on Instagram. With TikTok, it's just, it's just so organic as opposed to Instagram, where it's like a lot of kind of, it's very, very superficial. Um, just so many aesthetics, people just trying to flex, whereas TikTok is just, it's just so much more organic, so much more of a community aspect. And with sales, so much of that, so much of sales relies on, you know, relationships being organic being a human selling to a human right mm-hmm. and so i think that's why i was able to kind of get all these clients work with all these artists because through tiktok i was able to just show 
yo, I'm not just trying to, to, to profit off of you. I'm trying to give you something of value. And here it is. And here's my TikTok video. And you can see that, you know, I put in the work. And if you watch my other TikTok, you can see I'm a human and I'm working towards something and I have passion. Whereas on Instagram, if you're kind of just getting those people who are like, yo, I'll make you a beat. I'll do this for you. I'll do that for you. It's just, it's just words. Whereas on TikTok, you can show them and they can even see more of who you are as a person because it's so hard to be fake on TikTok. So um, I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for yourself or the, 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 you know, the business and everything you're doing, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Oh man, there, there's so many things, but I think for me, my two biggest ones are, are finding mentors and surrounding yourself with like-minded people. So with mentors, uh, I, in, in 2019, I was lucky enough to be part of a program called Canada's Music Incubator, and they're a nonprofit organization, which is just focused on helping Canadian artists and managers build up their business in, in, in the music industry. So very, very little, uh, you know, how to write better music, but most of what they focus on is like how to do business. And so I, I was able to take part of their program and they like lit a fire under my butt and like, they just got me started. I'm like, yo, you got to think of, you got to be super, super entrepreneurial, super, super business-minded. You're not going to make it if you're, you're not thinking about this, like a business. And so I talked to that, those guys at uh, Canada's music, music incubator all the time. And then it's just finding other people who are just where I want to be and then messaging them, adding value to their lives, hopefully getting some, some pieces of advice. One of my main mentors for my songwriting is this guy called T. He's written with Drake, Alessia Cara, EXO, Megan Trainer. He's an amazing producer, amazing songwriter. And I'm taking lessons with him and he's just always there for me. He's teaching me how to become a better musician, how to become a better producer, and also how to become a better human um, navigating this environment. So mentor, just being able to find mentors are, are so important or even not even like such big ones too. Like even someone who's just a couple steps ahead of you, maybe like a year or a few months ahead of your own development, that helps out so much too. A lot of my friends that I surround myself with. So this is like kind of the, you know, surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Right. A lot of them, we've all kind of, we're all on the same path, but some of us have done like these things differently. Some of us have done like this before this other person has and it's just connecting all of our our ideas and successes and stories and just learning from other people's mistakes especially your friends it's it saves you so much time it saves you so much headache and having that kind of hustle like everyone's hustling toward the same goal so by surrounding yourself with that it's like when you feel like you're slacking off you just kind of see what your friends are doing ask them for advice ask them for some quick motivation they're always there for you and you kind of just get, you know, when you're kind of in, in your downs, like your friends just come up and just kind of set you back up and you're, you're ready to kind of start killing it again. So yeah, mentors and surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Those are my secret sauces. And I think you can find that on Google too. I'm sure like you, you can find that advice on Google, but it's, I think success is simple. It's just, you got to put in the work. Appreciate you uh, for sharing that. And, and so I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Uh, planning your days, just planning your days, whether it's like first thing in the morning, right before the week, planning the, the times at which you're going to do things, setting timers. I This is stuff that I do like 60 to 70% of the time. And when I do it, I get so much done, but then there's always those 40% of the time where I'm just like, nah, and then I slack and stuff. But for those 60 to 70% of the time, just planning your day, planning your hours, set, setting your goals and then planning towards those goals or working backwards from those goals mm -hmm. to see how you can get them. And just having, you know, 
having a to-do list and just checking things off. Things are so much easier when you kind of have things planned out and you can just kind of check things off and it just feels so rewarding to physically, you know, put that check mark down like, yeah, I did it. And all those things, like as opposed to, you know, celebrating the big win. Now, every time you do a little check mark, right, go upstairs, eat a banana, eat something sweet, treat yourself. Now you're celebrating the little wins and it just keeps you so much more mentally healthy. And by planning, you're not kind of just like, you're not in the fog anymore. You know exactly what you need to do for the day. And you don't worry about, you don't worry about anything else other than those tasks until like five o'clock or 6 PM hits. And then after that, you're like, you're done for the day next day. All right. What do I got to do? Awesome. So would you consider that to be what I would like to call a CEO nugget, which is kind of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It could be something you would tell, you know, somebody maybe in the industry getting started or something you would tell your younger business self. Yeah. There's just so many nuggets of advice I want to give. Like I can't think of all of them off the top of my head, but I think like, just like, you know, taking care of your mental health, taking care of your health, health over everything Mm -hmm. that you cannot work if you are not healthy, whether it's mentally or physically. So health over everything and success comes from finding other people's success. Those are my two nuggets. Awesome. 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 Well, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Kenneth, what does being a CEO mean to you? <gasps> oh man. Oh, man. You, should, you should have sent me this question earlier. Okay. <laughs> now I got to think. Um, the definition of CEO is just, is, is being, knowing your objective, working towards your objective and leading your team towards that objective. I think that's what being a CEO is. Yeah, absolutely love that. And and I think um, as we kind of talked about, you know, realizing like what your why is, what the thing is that you're trying to do it and working towards that is so huge. And and realizing, as you said so well, it's not just about, you know, us. It's not just about the leader. It's about the team as well, too. And what are you doing to kind of help empower the team and help the team to kind of roll that boat towards that success is absolutely huge. That's it. That's it. Working with other people, like I, I work a lot by myself, but in, in the times that I do work with other people, like when you, or when you have to lead other people, when you just treat them really, really well, they end up working so much harder for you. And you just mm-hmm. end up hitting your goals so much quicker when you just like, you know, you them buy, buy, buying them a coffee, giving them some extra gas money or something, just treat your teammates, your, your employees better. And then like, everyone's just so much happier to work with you. Yeah, absolutely. And it reminded me of a quote is uh, people don't care how much you know, till they know how much you care. And I think so many times in business, we forget about the human aspect of business and, you know, that, you know, that connection, that opportunity to, to, to help somebody reach their goal as well, too, as we kind of talked about. Um, but once we start to, to lean into that and understand that, to develop real relationships and connections, like you said, that's when you really start to go to another level and you get to crush those goals. That, that's deep. I love that. Another nugget. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for blessing me with that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It was blessing me. So I always try to repeat it for it. So Kenneth, truly appreciate that. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. You can best get a hold of me at on Instagram at Alex Cade Music or on YouTube or TikTok. It's just at Alex Cade Music. That, that's my band. But if you want to talk to me personally, uh, I check my DMs very, very often. It's at Music by Cade. So I, I forgot to mention this, but my stage name is Cade. So K-A-D-E. Um, but I, I go by either Kenneth or Cade. Um, and just everyone, you know, take care of yourselves. If you're listening to this, I know you're probably an entrepreneur. Take care of yourself. Work hard. I, I know success, like it, it's, it's hard to come by, but when you get there, man, it's going to feel so good. So just like keep on working hard. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's so important to make sure that when you reach the success that you have the health and so many different aspects in order to, to definitely enjoy it. So I appreciate that, Kenneth. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you or Cade um, if you're performing. And I appreciate you, my friend, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.